0: You were made for this. Was I made for this or were you made? You were made for this.
1: You really must uh, come by my studio one day. I'll show you exactly how it's done.
0: I mean, I was made for it. I am made for this. You are made for this. You were made for this. Huh? Uh, you, You were made for fulfilling relationships. Listen each week to stories of people finding hope and encouragement in their relationships so that you too... You can too. Host an award-winning author, uh, John Sert- Sertalik, Sertalik. uh together with his guests, share principles of life-giving relationships. It's morning. I'm not reading well. Uh, <laughs> Okay. And the description goes on John's relationship story starts with his birth with to a single mother and placement in foster care in the first 16 months of his life from, uh, from this comes different careers, 50 years of marriage to the same wife and much he has learned about relationships. John draws from all this along with inspiring stories from his guests to share how you can find more fulfillment in the relationships you were made for. Okay. Uh, artwork's fantastic. You were made for this. It shows John on the cover. Um, it looks like he's doing good ratings. The ratings are actually legit. So props on that. Because it's been hard, very hard to see legit reviews lately. I don't know what's going on. People just sneak in the system. Um, I did notice something with his podcast with the feed, which is interesting. I, and it's this is all Apple. Because he's going through Libsyn, it looks like. I went to his website. This is one piece of advice, too. On your website, you have no way to subscribe to your podcast. You do if you go to the player and open up the subscribe link, but I think you should have your subscriptions and your icons front and center all times on your website. Don't hope that people will find that player and subscribe. You have to have that front and center. That said, the majority of your traffic probably comes from Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you're like anybody else, the majority of your traffic does not come from your website, but you don't wanna miss those opportunities. So I would absolutely find a way. It looks like you're using WordPress, maybe find a plugin that you can put something in the header to put that stuff right front and center or on the right bar, right sidebar at the top, something like that. I'm not a web developer. I'm not a designer. Um, but I would talk to your web designer or if you don't have one, I would suggest doing something that just puts those links front and center. Now, the other piece that I wanted to add to this is the, the, uh, shit show that, that Apple podcasts is that they, they, uh, these guys are making money hand over fist. And I, and they are the kings of user experience and customer experience. But for whatever reason, this application they repeatedly fail with. Um, and I mean that with all the love and hate in the world. God, they make me so angry with this application because they, they have so much opportunity and they are the number one spot for podcasting distribution. And they just repeatedly fail. Just repeatedly fail. Um, because the majority of the people who are using Apple podcasts are using Apple products and they make up the majority of most podcast audiences. It's Apple and Spotify. And it makes me crazy that they just don't, they don't take more of an initiative to use this to like, to, to build it out. It's, 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 it's unbelievable, but maybe it's because I'm looking at on the desktop app and I'm not looking at the iPhone app right now, but the way that they organize their seasons which it makes logical sense why they do that. This is how you know developers designed this is you. Um, the, so John's doing seasons correctly. I might add, if you go to just one listen.com and go to John's website, um, you can see or you go to his feed, you can actually see the way that they organize them. And you can see the way he does his seasons. He has seasons one through five. The problem is, is that when you pull up the show, you see season five, you see the first episode of the season. That makes logical sense. However, the problem with that is that I don't know if, I'm u- if I'm a new user and I'm looking at this, I'm thinking the content's stale. Nobody's gonna think critically about that and go, oh, it's the first episode. I wonder, and then scroll down and like, it should be way more intuitive. Um, And they don't provide that. It's all just UI. It's just a problem I have with Apple Podcasts because he's doing it right. And it's unfair because he's probably got people coming in and going, eh, it's stale. They haven't done anything in a while. I'm out, you know? But you don't realize if he's done uh, maybe like 30 episodes already this month or this season, and you have to scroll all the way down to episode 117, but the first one you see is episode 86. It's ridiculous. Anyway, let's listen to the episode. So I listened to, (laughs) Uh, ironically, the episode I reviewed was called What to Do When People Criticize Us. So I figured, why not do this again? Why not not listen to it with you guys? Because, well, we're not probably going to get very much context out of the amount that I play these podcasts on my show, but what to do when people criticize us is just, well, let's see, let's see what he has to say. By the way, this is under the Christianity, um, category. So it's a religious podcast. He, he opens up with a, with his intro. Um, and then he gives a brief, brief intro, and then he goes into reading a story out of the Bible or something like that. I haven't listened to an interview episode. I'm, I'm more interested in listening to what he does on his own. um, Then he goes into like reading a story of the Bible. Then he has commentary after. And there's a little observation I made I wanted to pick out here.
1: Listening to You Were Made For This, the podcast to help transform your relationships into the best they can be. Welcome to You Were Made For This. If you find yourself wanting more from your relationships, you've come to the right place. Here you'll discover practical principles you can use to experience the life-giving relationships you were made for. And now here's your host, John Sir
0: Sertalik. Well, hey, thank you, Carol. I, uh, yes, yeah, Sertalik. I don't know why he said his name wrong before. Um, okay, intro. We're gonna pause right there. He goes into the. He comes off the intro. Fine. Uh, the intro, though, this is the problem I generally have. This I've, I've mentioned this before. Um, with religion-based podcasts, are they're generally kind of hokey. Um, and 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 I don't want to say corny, but they're just kind of uh, cheesy, more like. And and it's not their fault. Um, in the space, it's extremely difficult because you have to appeal to everybody from a fifteen-year-old to a seventy-year-old. You know, so it's a very tough thing to do. How do you find music that and and a voice that appeals to everybody? So I understand that that's extremely difficult. So you have to go into it thinking that way. Um, because I could shred it all based on that, that music intro, but I get why you have to do that. And you have a welcoming voice with the woman. It just sounds like something from that you'd hear on a, on a motivational tape from Tony Robbins in 1992. You know what I mean? Uh, and I don't mean that. Okay. No, that's not hate. I'm just saying that that's what goes on in my head. This is like 1992, Tony Robbins, uh, self-help tape, you know, Um, And you want to be more current because you're a podcast and it's 2021. So appreciate
1: your introduction and hello everyone and welcome to episode 117, what to do when people criticize us. Now, unless you've been raised by wolves and live in a remote,
0: (laughs) we had a podcast, you were raised by wolves, but okay,
1: impossible to go through life without being criticized at one time or another. For one thing.
0: Okay, so then he intros and then he jumps into. So listen to his voice here. and Then we're gonna jump into the where he's doing like basically the storytelling.
1: So then confront our critics, or do we cower and retreat with our tail between our legs, or is there another option? Today's we learn in chapter twenty-seven. Here we go. That the Apostle Paul is on a boat headed to Rome when his ship encounters a terrible storm.
0: Okay, now. Y- this is where I'm going to go with this. John does this when he does these on, these on these episodes. Right there, I should be hearing, you know, sounds. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean.
1: It eventually becomes shipwrecked off the island of Malta in the Mediterranean. The story picks up in chapter 28 where the Apostle you know I mean? Luke, the author of the Book of Acts, Look encounters it. a terrible axe. to do when people criticize us.
0: Watch. There's a wonderful
1: story in the New Testament of the Bible that illustrates a really profound relationship principle related to dealing with criticism. It's found in the book of Acts. And that's what we're going to be talking about for a few
0: minutes. Right here. Do this. As a
1: backdrop to the story, we learn in chapter 27 that the Apostle Paul was on a boat headed to Rome when his ship encounters a terrible storm, it eventually becomes shipwrecked off the island of Malta in the Mediterranean. The story picks up in chapter twenty-eight, where the apostle Luke. You see what I'm saying? The I author mean, it of the
0: Book doesn't, of Acts, It doesn't take much effort to take that
1: in the first ten verses. I'll read them to you. Once we were safe on shore. We learned that we were on the island of. Malta.
0: I mean, this just lends itself to adding effects and to, to expand the story and to bring the visuals, the mental visuals, a little more clear. That's the whole point of this. I mean, I get, I get that you could. I'm sure that you're sitting, um, you're sitting in a spot where it's you stagnate a bit because people are going to get tired of the same pattern, and you got to tell a story where it's just super engaging. Take the time. To, to make it more engaging. It's, it takes a minute to look up these sound effects on YouTube.
1: Justice will not permit him to live. But Paul shook off the snake into the fire and was unharmed.
0: And how far hard is it to have a fire in the background, play some people uh, you know, murmuring in the background? It really doesn't take a lot of effort to pull that. I want to have you listen to his voice and his speaking voice. And decided he was a god.
1: Near the shore where we landed was an estate belonging to Publius, the chief official of the
0: island. When people generally read, they sound bored, and it's because they're focusing pretty hard. And that's not a that's not a jab at, at, uh, at John. It's just that I think when you're telling a story to a child, you speak in a different way, you know, um, and you speak, you, you you intonate, you have different intonations, and you have different inflections in the way that you speak. Um. And I think you'll hear it when you hear his commentary after he stops reading. Listen to this.
1: And then other sick people flock to him, and Paul heals them too. I love the last line from this passage from Acts 28. See what I'm saying? Here's what it says.
0: You can tell that he's a little, he's more. I want
1: to let my actions speak for me. Here's the main point that I hope you remember from today's episode. The main takeaway. It's this. When people criticize us, remind ourselves of who we are because of what Jesus did for us
0: on the cross. Yeah, because listen, uh, it doesn't have anything to do with my review. So I'm being critical of this podcast because you submitted your podcast. It doesn't have anything to do with Jesus. Here's how he closes it out.
1: Because after all, you were made for this. Well, that's all for today. I really look forward to connecting with you again next week. But for now, goodbye.
0: Okay, so what I do like that John does, he does the intro, he has a very structured approach, very cool because that makes it easy for him to automate his episodes, makes it a lot easier for him to produce. He, You know what to expect as the listener each and every episode, however... Um, uh, I think that he would benefit from trying to find a little more edge in that intro, giving a the slightest bit more of energy. Um, try to speak with somebody about producing something that gives a little bit more edge to the intro there that pulls people in. That's part of the battle with religion is trying to get new people to pay attention. And that's hard. That means you have to be current if you're trying to reach new audiences, I think that you need to add a little more edge to your intro. I think you need to speak a little more dynamically. Maybe have a cup of coffee before you hit record. Um, add, add a little bit of um, effects to your storytelling and, and practice intonation a little bit and, and inflection in your voice and being a little more intense and deliberate in your speech when you're reading. Uh, It adds a little bit more, add a little bit of emotion, be excited about what you're talking about. I can understand where sometimes it becomes like a job, but I think think what, what a lot of podcasters need to pay attention to, including John, in my opinion, is I think the one thing that always got me through slumps every single time was that I love the process of recording. I love it. That's why I do this. It's practice for me. You know, I, I record another podcast. It's just an audio diary that I don't even share with anybody just because I want more practice because I enjoy the process. I've learned to love the process, not trying to get reviews, not trying to get new parishioners, not trying to get people to buy my book, not trying to get people to pay for anything or hire me or do anything like that. It's that I truly love the process of recording and you have to fall, you have to force yourself to fall in love with that. Fall in love with the process of of editing and releasing, and getting getting excited about delivering that baby every single episode. I've been doing it every single day. I'm 170 episodes in at this point, and I still love it. I don't love it any less. The only thing I don't like is trying to find the right time to hit record. Okay, so if you if there's one takeaway for my fellow listeners or my fellow podcasters out here outside of John, take away that love the process. So with that John, I'm going to give John's podcast um, you were made for this a 5.8 and I know his audio's fantastic. He's got the he's got every, he's got the things that I asked for. He exits with not the same music he enters with, which is great. But I think that the show is just very monotone, man. Very monotone. I've listened to a couple other episodes. They're all the same. We need laughter. We need happiness. We need a little bit of edge. We need a little bit of excitement. Not anything crazy. Just a little bit. And that's it. All right, man. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.